Good evening, my darklings. It's the Paranormal 60 News, Walking with the Dead edition. We are the only news you need to know. and welcome to another edition of the Paranormal 60 News. Let me introduce the news crew. And I am sad to say that not joining us tonight is the Colonel, Martin Vias. He'll be sorely missed. Not by us, though. Uh, he's off having fun while we're here working tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Chachi, 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 Eric Folsom. What's going on, Dave? Hey, look at well, that festive it. shirt. Mr. McCartney. Like, Someone said a couple like weeks that. ago they didn't think I liked McCartney. I got my concert shirt from Paul. Come on. I know. I People love Macca. They don't pay that close attention. People think I don't like Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. You can't trust the people. Well, after what happened, what is it, 10 days or so ago, I was concerned yeah. maybe you had put a hex on one of them. No, no. That was let's not, not you. even put that rumor okay. out there. Let's not <laughs> even float that. I didn't that. know. And by the way, ladies, yes. Is, is, is Marty okay the way you were saying it? I thought perhaps he was not well. He's not here, so that's got to be proof he's not well in the head, at least. He should Fair be enough. here hanging out, having fun with, with all of us. But We've no, got Greg, no. though, right? Please tell me Look, we have Greg. Who? Greg? Mr. And Lawson? He is. Oh, the paranormal, the paranormal detective. detective. The paranormal detective? Yeah, yeah, he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Lawson. Hi, Dave. How are you doing, old buddy? Hey, Eric. Hey, Greg. Good. All right, guys. Now, listen. Let's begin this uh, episode properly. I I reviewed last week's episode, and I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed by the shenanigans that took place here. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you guys can drink and have fun. I'm the, the anchor. I'm the one holding this thing together. Are you? Through thick and thin. Not if last you week. drop out, I'm ready to Are read you? your story, whether you want me to or not. Eric knows that now. <laughs> I found that out the hard way. <clears throat> and I just felt bad. And, you know, I want this show to be family friendly. All the weird innuendo and bizarreness. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, what better way to start this week than let's step it up. Let's go a little bit more highbrow. All right. We are in the holiday season. And I don't know if you know this, but truly one of the original traditions of the Christmas season is ghost stories. It's right in the song, right? Scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. And when you think Christmas and ghosts, Charles Dickens comes to mind, right? The guy wrote Arch. A Christmas Carol, one of the most famous of all of the Char stories. Yeah, Charlie D. Here's, yeah, good old Charlie D. That was his uh, rapper name, I think. I back call in him the Chucky. Uh, no, that one's trademarked. We can't even. We cannot no, use no, that no, one. No, no. So listen, let's do this. Let's class this up a little bit. There is a story that has gone down as one of the most terrifying short stories, and it was released in a Christmas magazine over 100 years ago. So everybody sit back, push the nasty taste of last week out of your mouth. Let's just forget the innuendo, forget the weirdness. Let's go highbrow. Ladies and gentlemen, this is 
Sir Charles Dickens and the Signalman. The Signalman by Charles Dickens. Hello, below there. When he heard a voice thus calling to him, he was standing at the door of his box with a flag in his hand furled round his short pole. Excuse furled me. What? Furled around his what? That was not Charles Dickens. No, that, that, that is... That's seriously you know, Dickens. Lost in translation. We've got to go with that. That's legitimately Charles Dickens. That is the beginning of the signalman. I'm sorry. We probably lost in translation because I just came off saying, let's not think naughty. Let's let's put away the innuendo. Let's just let's continue. Ladies and gentlemen, we continue now the classic saga of The Signalman by Charles Dickens. He looked up at me without replying, and I looked down at him without pressing him too soon with a repetition of my idle question. Just then there came a vague vibration in the earth and air, quickly changing into a violent pulsation and an oncoming rush that caused me to start back as though it had force to draw me down. Come on, man. Really? Uh, you know, maybe this is not the right story to play on tonight's show. After all, I will make it available. The entire story, perversion and all, Charles Dickens, indeed. It'll be available on the Paranormal 60 channel tonight about a half an hour after the show goes off the air. So if you want to hear one of the most terrifying and apparently inadvertently perverse stories you've ever heard, <laughs> I was it's say not a joke. That's thought, the real... Thought-provoking. Yeah, it's, thought, it's definitely thought-provoking. But since apparently Charles Dickens has already ruined my plans for the night, let her go, guys. Got it. Here we go. Thanks, thanks Charles. Oh, yeah. What do you got? Yeah, there. Thanks, All Charles. Right. I got a little whiskey, a little peanut butter flavored yeah. whiskey. I like to drink kind of high, bro. I don't know if I've told you guys. Thank well, you, Screwball. I think the good news is I was just reading the comments as Mr. Dickens mm -hmm. was telling us his perverted story. And yeah. people actually appeared to like you last week a little bit more than normal. I saw that. I don't know if I should be offended that people found me more entertaining. Although later on in the show, you guys wanted me to share reviews with you and the things that people say about us in the show. Well, maybe. <laughs> asking ye shall receive let's get started though first guys big big news. big news one of the former ghost adventures cast is facing death i don't know if you heard about this but former ghost adventure star nick roth has encountered a malevolent force in his new series now available in the united states for the very first time death walker is finally here Let's take a quick look at it. Energy, just like down there, and then all of a sudden it just moved. And up here, I just had that happen once again, and I just feel so strange right now. Is this where the fire goes, right? Yeah, in this older part right here. In these beams, you can see some of the charcoal still, just burnt some of the wood. A lot of people have died here over the span of 200 years, overestimated maybe over 100 deaths. We don't have all the documentations, but I'm walking through and I could feel the energy down there. I have voices coming through. Some holy shit. I heard something over here, man. Oh my god. Something followed us, something got thrown. What happened? It's like something got moved fast over here. 
Upon reviewing the raw footage, you can clearly hear the sound of an object being thrown. Coming through. Some holy shit! What I did not realize in the moment of this poltergeist activity is the static camera documented an incredible capture. Watch closely. Coming through. Some holy shit! When I replay the video, you can clearly see what appears to be the apparition of an arm and hand reaching out behind me. I was blown away by this discovery. This creepy arm almost looks alien-like, and the hand more human in spirit form. What is this entity, and how is it able to bend light within our reality? Holy shit! That was crazy. That was so crazy, Justin. You heard that, right? That sound slammed over here. It's like something got thrown over here. They were talking about poltergeist activity, too, in this area. Over here, man. I feel it. Just move down this way. That is awesome. He Great saw it in his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you see that it's like this Clear. ghostly hand just chucking something. So here's the question posed by the press release. Can something from the beyond physically harm the living? That's a question asked and answered by paranormal investigator Nick Groff in his new series, Death Walker, on Film Rise, true crime YouTube channel. Can it? Can something from the other side hurt you? You know what? Maybe it's best if we ask the source himself, ladies and gentlemen. No. The Death Walker himself. Nick hey, How's it going, yeah. guys? Oh. <laughs> All the people in the chat room are sweating right now that we're saying, oh, not another Nick Roth. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You guys you guys are drinking really good stuff tonight, I see. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we broke. I should have warned you. Bring a drink. I, uh, I, it looks good. I know. I need that about now. I've been, uh, yeah, trapped in haunted locations where I don't get those drinks. <laughs> so <laughs> this is refreshing. It's nice with the holidays and whatnot. Yeah. Well, welcome welcome crazy. back. The show is out and available. Congratulations. How many Thank seasons you. were made available now through this? Three seasons, and we're shooting the fourth right now, actually. Um, we just got done um, shooting 10 more episodes. And we, it, it's actually, the response is huge. I am blown away and honestly, all you guys supporting and the great people in the paranormal community and just back to the roots and the realism and, and that footage, just what you just saw was one of the best captures I've ever seen in my life. I actually had it um, analyzed by a third party video specialist who's been working in the industry for like 30 plus years. And uh, I really want the distance. I want to understand exactly what we actually documented because i didn't really know what we captured in the moment and what's strange is when you watch that episode it's uh western block in uh season three of death walker i have to actually remember because there's 40 episodes i'm trying to remember what's what now because i just rolled off of 10 locations in the last month um so it's just been it's been a whirlwind so there's three seasons 40 episodes all available for free right now on film rise you can get the app on your phone uh your tvs basically go check it out binge watch it it's blown up over this last couple of days i think it's just been crazy um so you know it's been a long journey uh getting here i wanted to be positioned properly i think you know the route to go is to free put it out there so all paranormal enthusiasts people of like minds or even just um, 
people that are intrigued by the the locations, the research, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, we've done so much heavy lifting on the research and history. And that was a big part of Death Walkers to really bring that kind of to the forefront and stuff. Uh, back to the facts, back to just kind of strategically putting a narrative together with the story and then going into the locations with a real investigation um, to kind of pull back the layers and document what you just saw, which, again, it was uh, one of the best pieces of evidence I've ever captured because it's so clear and it's in low light capability with these new uh, high tech cameras we're using. So there's no night vision uh, or infrared reflecting or reflecting or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it. So it was really easy to kind of analyze because the guy uh, who was the video specialist blew it up on his uh, video equipment in editing bay so we could see it in true 4K. So we could actually zoom all the way and see the definition on this, um, whatever you want to call it, this hand. It has three fingers and we could actually indicate the heat signatures on it too, which is very strange. And we were able to prove that it's actually um, within the environment of us. So it's basically within the environment. You could see the shadow reflecting onto um, the beam in the background. So it's really strange. Um, I even I even suspected at one point uh, that it could possibly be, and it's a theory that I have because who truly knows what it is, but an interdimensional being uh, rather than just a spirit, just a ghost. I think it's something a little bit different. And that's what I found very fascinating by it more than anything. Very cool. Uh, Maria Ali, I hope I said that correctly, says, who are you working with in the show? I didn't catch the info on the network either. So can you all help out? So what's uh, tell us again the network yep. and who are you working with? Yeah, Film Rise. And I'm working with myself and my cousin, Justin. Um, we have a, a small little team. Basically, it's Justin and I. <laughs> and we're out in the field. <laughs> and what you see is us really, truly investigating all alone. Uh, no camera crew, like big camera crews and stuff that you typically see on big productions or whatever on all these other shows. So it's just Justin filming me and we set up cameras. We do everything ourselves. Uh, that's the true investigation, the raw elements of that that you're seeing uh, in low light. And then um, we work with great engineers across the board. Um, and then we're basically back uh, when we put the story in the beginning together narrative, when we're telling the, um, the reenactments and the story of what happened in the history, we'll film that at a different time, um, you know, with, with people that do reenactments and stuff. So we'll have a small little team like Dan Class. Uh, no Sleep Entertainment um, that we have working uh, to put the whole story in the front part of it together to tell, you know, the narrative. So we have a great little team. Um, I love it how we're doing it. Um, it's it's very passion driven and it's a lot of hard work. But um, honestly, it's all well worth it to see it come to life right here. And and just seeing the response, I, I think, has blown me away. You know, we had a live premiere at the Riviera Theater recently, a couple months ago, and we had a, a standing ovation, which I didn't expect. That actually blew me away more than anything in my whole entire career of doing this for um, 20 years now. And um, I never actually had a standing ovation. So it was kind of interesting because I know, you know, it's like when you become humble in this industry, you don't expect much sometimes. So it's kind of like <laughs> standing up there. But I think you know, it makes you realize you're doing something right, I guess. And, uh, you know, um, so it, it's going really well. And I'm just really blown away by the response. Honestly, people have taken a liking to it. Yeah, people are, are are going crazy on the chat boards talking to us about it, how much they love that. Uh, Aaron Higgins says, that's because you're good at your job, Nick. Oh, that's <laughs> like, awesome. You, you, gotta like you, that. you know what's Greg? funny? It's like, I don't even consider it a job, to be honest with you. I just consider it 
you know, I'm lucky and privileged enough to keep doing location after location, be on the road. But honestly, like a lot of people don't understand my cousin, Justin and I, and our small team, we, we put our hearts into it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. didn't take a penny. Honestly, we were on the road doing it for the passion, like any other paranormal enthusiast or paranormal investigator that goes out there, you know, like Dave, uh, Greg, you, Eric, you guys have done this, right? You know, you go out and you do it because you're, you're fascinated, you're looking, you're researching. Um, so for us, it's like we've gone out there, we've done it, um, and it turned into this. Now, you know, getting this deal with FilmRise and having the support from FilmRise has been epic. They're incredible amazing team that I actually love a lot, actually. And we communicate, we work together, and that's how it should be with a network, you know, working hand in hand. Um, I'm spitballing ideas to them and they're saying stuff. It, it's just such a great uh, team and they're allowing me to be and do what we are doing rather than um, having to cut down or commercial breaks or whatever. Sure. Um, you know, it's we're we're putting the and presenting these episodes together, and we hand it off, and they're streaming it. So it's 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 awesome. I couldn't ask for better, honestly. Well, I'm used to not making money, so if you ever need <laughs> a guest investigator, I, I know say, what reality Dave TV is paying means. us. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, no, it, it's amazing. I, I'd love man. to to see out there, and I'm I'm excited. All three seasons are out. Let me mention Death Walker with Nick Roth launched December seventh. You can find seasons one, two, and three all rolling out in their entirety on the Film Rise free movie and TV app. And it's absolutely free. In addition, you can follow along with weekly episodic drops beginning with season one on the Film Rise True Crime YouTube channel. And a uh, great opportunity for people to catch up with you, see what's going on, and uh, see what you're doing with, with the field. And you've got a lot of investigations. Oh, yeah, a ton. Yeah, we're doing many more coming up. Uh, again, we're shooting 20 more right now. <laughs> it's just, this is my break, and it's nice to be home with the family, you know, enjoying the baby and, uh, just relaxing for a second, but obviously, you know, maybe there's no sleep. So I'm used to the no sleep, sleeping at these haunted right. locations. <laughs> You're used to sleeping smell, with smells sleeping. Better. Yes. Well, not always. <laughs> no, not no, always. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I would take a smelly, poofy diaper over being in a decrepit, haunted environment. Sometimes those are the worst. Yeah, well, let me breathe, let but... you, you can come babysit my grandson, Declan, and go. tell me if you still yeah. feel the same way. Uh, <laughs> That is awesome. Everybody's excited about the new series uh, launching and, and being made available out there. Uh, congratulations, Nick. Welcome back. And I'm glad that uh, you're getting a chance to kind of shine and let people see what you're doing and, and, and taking things up a notch, taking it in a different direction. Yeah, no, I yeah. appreciate it, David. And thank you for all the support. You've always been right there. You know, we've investigated together. We have great stories and yep. it's just, it's just awesome to keep evolving. And I think that's what this this whole paranormal or just life in general, you know, I look at it as a journey mm -hmm. for all of us. And, you know, if we want to evolve, we want to learn and we want to grow, you have to explore and understand and, and look beyond just putting yourself in a box. So I, that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to document stuff that we don't fully understand yet, but through these experience and documentations, we can kind of share uh, our, our stories, our experiences and what else is there beyond here. It's just a crazy phenomenon that's happening, especially recently with UFO encounters um, to these interdimensional beings to apparitions, like an heightened element of like paranormal and supernatural just in this melting pot. Everything is one now. So the world is weird, <laughs> but I think it's a little bit more uh, weird with the universe and, and everything that's going on. So 
I'm loving it. Um, and I'm always blown away by each location because it offers something different. I can walk away and have a new story to tell or some experience that I'm like, wow, I, I've never had that happen before, you know? And all these narratives over the overarching of each season has like a point to them. It's like, yeah, can something from beyond physically hurt or touch or make a mark on somebody's body? That's what I was really fascinated on. You know, I never really had truly that experience. So we went into that in season two. Season three was, can something overtake your mind, your psyche, that that whole consciousness uh, that we started to explore into the psychology of, you know, what actually is there out there with energy that can actually manifest and kind of overrule your body and this human body that we're living in. So there's all these like topics that I'm fascinated with and we just kind of go with it through the season and see what kind of comes in between the raw elements of investigating. So it's, it's really cool. And um, I've never seen some of the stuff i've ever captured before but i think that's because we're doing it raw we're kind of we're limited to myself and my cousin justin who's filming and then sometimes just me by myself in these locations which by the way really sucks sometimes um it's yeah. hard to sleep at some of these places that's it the really way to is. do it though that's the way to do it though yeah man i'm just um i don't know it, it's like a weird love hate relationship i have going on with <laughs> death water <laughs> death, death walker because I'm putting these locations, but I'm putting myself into these environments and really um, being being a part of the paranormal. So it's just, it's been a wild ride. Excellent. We'll give our best to your lovely bride, your children, and of course, little lucky Luciano. Uh, <laughs> good, good to have you back on. And Nick, keep us abreast when you're going to launch season four and we'll have you back on and talk about the prior season. So we're not giving anything away for all the people that are checking it out on Film Rise right now. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, guys. And what what you guys honestly think about that? Um, the hand and finger. You guys have been doing this a long time. I'm always curious about logical thinkers and stuff. What you guys think? I think it logical looks fake. thinkers. Yeah, anyway, fake. let's get back to no. Coming in, coming so, in hot there. <laughs> so Nick, I, I got to ask a favor of you, okay? Yeah. So you know, you're a legend in this business. I've been reading the the quotes here for the last 10 minutes and people are just saying amazing things about you, but one really stuck out and I want you to help this person out. So Katie Lynn Magda said, I'm ready to add a second Nick Groff tattoo. Just say the words. Nick. <laughs> so wow. tell Katie Lynn what you want her to get tattooed. Let's see if she does it. All right. Get death Walker tattooed. Wow. And then, and then, and then <laughs> if only there was a logo, <laughs> if only, <laughs> only there was a logo that she could find. There it is. Yeah, Katie Lynn. Me. You or, got your or, walking or, papers. Or you should get on uh, Dave Schrader's face. <laughs> i will have you know that Why the original you remember the original darkness no. radio I, I logo do. was the yeah. caricature there are at least four women that i know of that have that tattooed have on them, them. Yeah. one well, of them has it on their uh nah, i don't know. know what the proper term in the stamp area and her husband <laughs> not happy about it so <laughs> yeah oh man no, I honestly, um, I appreciate the support. This is <laughs> this is what it's all about. Just having fun, you know. I think we forget exactly. to have fun too. I How cool like is it that somebody has a Nick Groff tattoo already and wants to add a second one? There you go. I, I yeah, I get surprised every day. Uh, it's it's uh, it's fascinating the people I meet throughout life, and you you never know. You never know who's watching. It's crazy. I mean, I'm trying to remember where I was recently. It took me off guard. Um, it's always weird too when I meet people when I'm at like a restaurant or something, but they don't say hi. But then they'll like Instagram you or something. Be like, hey, I, I see you there. But uh, also, you see, they send you a picture of you from behind at another yeah, table. I've had, I, I've had that happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty funny. No, but we're 
I'm pretty chill about it. And it's, uh, it's cool. Hey, if that's what you want to do, all good. Um, I appreciate the support and, you know, you guys are awesome. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Have a good one. Be safe and happy holidays to you. And yeah. Happy holidays. Take care, guys. Thank you. All right. Happy thank holidays. you. All right, you guys, make sure to check it out. It is out and available on the Film Rise channel. We're going to put a link up for it as well. It's not up there now because I wanted to surprise everybody, but we're going to put a link up for the series on the program guide. So for those of you that are watching this after the fact, or those of you listening to the audio-only podcast, you'll see the link and how you can find Death Walker now on Film Rise. All right, uh, Chachi, you've got Chachi. a story to share. Chachi. Hey, I appreciate yeah. you letting me go early because uh, we're getting yeah. a little deep in this bottle already. All right, really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was just because we wanted to. Right. There was no Nobody mistakes made. It. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Charles Dickens. Trying not to waste my eyes. What yeah. a terrible name. Trying not to Who waste would name my their kid eyes. Dickens? <laughs> I got nothing. All right, where are we going? All right, we listen. Going? Well, hey, Nick just mentioned this, right? A space uh -huh. expert says that aliens have visited the moon. I want to try to put my head right where his head is. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. All right. Everybody grab a glass. Here we go. Dave, wait, uh -huh. geez, please, Dave. Let me at least get the first I'm, I'm warming up. I got to get the palate <laughs> ready. Yeah, I noticed uh, Stuart said a little bit earlier, watch Eric Blubber. So let's see if he's right or not. Here we go. Stuart. <laughs> okay. uh -huh. The famed British author, Simon Lewis, says that he has been given photos taken by astronauts during the Apollo space program that show UFOs and a strange structure on the satellite. A picture taken in 1972 mm. appears to show a cigar-shaped object thought to be a base hidden inside a crater. Lewis is convinced that NASA is hiding the truth about UFOs and the existence of alien life in the solar system and says that he was provided with the images by a former employee at the U.S. Space Agency. He said, I've got around 8,000 images all looking normal until you start looking very closely and you realize some are odd. Another snap shows a shiny UFO in a close encounter with the Apollo 11 lunar lander. In 1969, when Neil Armstrong first stepped foot on the moon. Some weird pauses there tonight, huh? <laughs> Those are a Christopher Walken of you. Yeah, I, as I'm reading, I'm like, I'm getting the words right, but it's coming out weird. <laughs> In yet another picture, the Apollo 15 trip reportedly captured a possible flying saucer. Author Simon, a spry 59-year-old, believes NASA is hiding the truth about UFOs and alien life. He said, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I have received so much information. I've been blown away. He told me the astronauts didn't go to the moon just to collect soil samples. They went to look at artifacts and structures. His interest in the moon was sparked by a chance meeting with a former NASA employee in 1994 who told him that the U.S. and Russia had a secret base there. Mm -hmm. The ex-operative, who now lives in England and works as a doctor, said the U.S. has a secret space program running alongside the public one. And to prove his claims, he handed Simon official documents from the Apollo missions and said he had designs for a secret, highly advanced spacecraft, which took astronauts to the moon on secret missions. That sounds mm. like something Bezos is doing. Hmm. Mm. I believe him. You know why? Bezos? Bezos, Bezos. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Do you know why I believe him? Uh, Simon says. That's worth a drink. That's worth a drink. Yeah. All right, everybody. Tip one. All right. So uh, 
So you did great, Eric. Uh, there yeah, wasn't a single um, thing. Of course, it was from. We just had Nick Groff on the show, guys. I can't yeah. be screwing up tonight. No, this isn't well, a normal yeah, episode. Yeah. Let's be, let's be honest, Greg. He also left out about a third of the story. Oh, so. did he? Did he take it? Yeah, the, the I hate that Dave has copies of my from, story. People from from <laughs> Listen, like, Romania. And I've gotten oh, real smart. I just skip words that <laughs> I know I'm going to screw up now. So if it ever sounds yeah. like the story isn't quite right, it's because I skipped words I didn't know how to. Well, say. see, I got in trouble for that, so I I don't do that anymore. I uh, I do. Oh my god. Um, here, let me give you a Dave, tissue for the brown it. on Dave. the end of your nose. There, Dave, just what? Do that yeah. thing you did. That's what you got to do no, as a, as an employee. <laughs> you got to learn what your boss wants. And, and wow, you know. Yet you're still here. I'd recommend you not wear a purple shirt. <laughs> I love no. I love the purple. By do the way, do you really? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. man. Oh. I think uh, Joker outfits rock. I've worn purple. I had when I did uh, the TV show Paranormal <laughs> Challenge. I did a lot of the mo monochromatic with the monochromatic. beautiful uh, purple shirts and then the dark off purple set. It beautiful. Yeah. I like it. On well you. done. I mean, you're bald. It's different. Real fast though. What the listen? <laughs> hey, listen. I love the comments yeah. as much as I love the show. Right. Donna just said, Chachi was perfect. The world is coming to an end. <laughs> I appreciate I can't the deny support. That. Bring Nick back. Uh, here, let me uh, so, let me help that out then. Yeah. Here's okay. So this next story. Yeah. I am see I, I, I wanted I, I'm glad you're reading this one, Greg, because yeah, being thanks. in law enforcement and military, this has got to be an upcoming nightmare. But I'm also wondering how it's going to start impacting and affecting paranormal investigations mm. this is a this is a weird story is this yeah. a story about them bringing the mcrib back no oh. i'm telling you listen all right it's gonna listen. all sightings of bigfoot vanish mcribs come out for a couple months no bigfoot no mcribs when the mcribs run out they come back i think in like you know seven eight nine years when when the population is rebirthing again we'll see a Rebirthing? rise in the yeah yeah Oh, I'm, not even sure go there. I'm yeah. pretty sure McRib meat is Sasquatch. I could be wrong. Do you think that's where they all go? <laughs> prove me, prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. All right, Greg, let's get to it. What have we got going here this week? Hey, we have invisibility cloak that hides wearers from security cameras invented by students in where? Wuhan, Boston, China, China. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is coming from China. That. Yep. Mm -hmm. Students in China have invented an invisibility <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Porky Pig. They've invented apparently an indivisibility cloak. Excellent. God. Wow. An invisibility indivisibility. Yeah. <laughs> Designed to hide wares from security cameras. The mm -hmm. Invis Defense, developed by a team of Wuhan University, is a low-cost coat that can be used day or night to evade detection from security camera systems monitored by what is artificial intelligence. That's right. During the day, the coat uses a pattern to effectively blind the cameras while at night it emits unusual heat signatures to confuse infrared cameras. The coat appears ordinary to human eyes and is ineffective at human wearers and uh, from human monitored security cameras. Its design means it will also potentially confuse some detection systems used on self-driving cars, but Ooh. not to human drivers. That's right. Hmm. So we're, we're good there. Uh, 
Nowadays, many surveillance devices can detect human bodies. Professor mm. Wang Shuang from... <laughs> I don't think that's... Yeah, name. that's what it I'm is, sorry. man. Everybody Wang Shuang tonight. Oh, gosh. Everybody <laughs> Wang Shuang. It's W-A-N-G-Z-H-E-N-G. Shwang. Shwang. Wang Shing. Wang Shwang. Yeah. From Wuhan University School of Computer Science, who oversaw the invention, he told the South China Morning Post. Cameras on the road. How many nerds are working at that laboratory that were reading Harry Potter books? With their cloak of invisibility just to create this. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how many. Uh, cameras on the road have pedestrian detection functions, and smart cars can identify pedestrians, roads, and obstacles. Our invis, invis, invis defense, our invis defense allows the cameras to capture you, but cannot tell if you are human. Why are you? What? What? God. It's hard to say. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. My mom sent me to, to a well. freaking tutor to help me read, man. My mom. Yeah. Which one? Mary right. Queen of Scots? So, Thank you. So uh, the coat won first prize in a contest sponsored by Kmart. Schweinshui uh, uh, Technologies. You can't keep doing that. What is this? What it is? Say it's his real name. H- no, it's it's a company. H-U-A-W-E-I. Schweinshui. Hang Hui. Hang Hui. Where's a Q Quang. in there? I didn't say Queen. I said You did Hang say Hui. Hang Hui. Technologies yeah. with a paper describing the technology set to be presented at the Triple AI 2023 AI conference in the United States in February. Gotcha. I'm not even sure that's how you say that yeah. word. I'm going <laughs> to let you end the story there if you'd like, because I feel that was a strong stick point. What? What am I doing? I'm giving you oh. an out. If you oh, okay. Uh, there. Yeah. Nope. Not going to take it. Nope. He's I'm going to push this thing right into the ground. This thing's like, yeah. I don't know, three more pages. Wuhan University PhD student. We who? Uh, that's it's W E I H U I. Stuart Quinn. SOS for Greg. Man down. Man down. Who created the algorithm? That generated the coats pattern, estimated the coats cost less than 51. That would be about 60 U.S. dollars. There you go. Congratulations. We have uh, all kinds of stuff that's going to happen. How nightmarish is this going to be for law enforcement? If I could now wear this jacket, go in, hold up a bank, your cameras are all, what am I looking at? You know, that's going to be crazy. And then how many people are going to think they're capturing some, like, predator reflective figure in the woods when it's just some goofball that for 70 bucks bought a Wuhan jacket. You know, they're going to be buying this just as a fashion thing, just to be funny. Oh yeah. 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 Imagine, uh, imagine England with all those, uh, CCT cam- cameras everywhere. So how many? I don't want to say anything, but I was like, "Did he just go back to Porky Pig again?" <laughs> yeah, he straight up pigged it. Wow! I think that's our new tag. We're gonna call it. He pigged it. Pigged it. All right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was. Right. Uh, that's painful. That's what. That Dude, is. Oh. I'm God. Seriously. No, you're not God. Take that back. Dude, I'm God. <laughs> yeah. Take that back. <laughs> Twinkle.
Shingui. Listen, what is it's W E I H U I. Learn to pronounce people's names right. Do that. Yeah. All right. We. Let's get into this, shall we? I'm going to replace myself with uh, the topic of our next story. Thank you. Woman 49 claims that her psychic friend told her spirit to just go get back in her body. A woman Mm. whose heart stopped beating for 40 minutes claims she is no longer frightened of dying again after she had a spiritual awakening. Kirsty Bortort. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I botched that. Let me try that again. Come on, let's do it. Kirsty Bortoft, that's the name I'm looking for, age 49. I don't know why they always have to reveal the age on these kind of things, but Kirsty Bortoft, 49, revealed what she believes happened after she was rushed to a hospital when her fiancé, Stu, 47, found her unresponsive in their living room in Mm. January of last year. The anxiety mind coach from North Yorkshire claimed she was encouraged to move her spirit back into her body after a psychic friend told her, that uh, she was being contacted by her during a coma. So that's that's an amazing part of the story. Mother of three, Kirsty, stopped breathing when her fiancé found her. Before medics trying to save her said she had less than a 6% chance of survival. She then suffered another cardiac arrest and was placed in a medically induced coma for her own safety, with her family told to expect the worst. But Kirsty, then unconscious, claims something magical soon happened. Somebody started playing the Paranormal 60 news shows. For wow, me. really? No, not at all. No, I, said, <laughs> I was about to say he's gone. I said, yeah, I said magical, not tragical. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, she said uh, she was brought back from the other side. Everything changes when you get a second chance at life, she said. On the night I was in the ER, the, the team kept losing me. And they decided to put me in a coma in order to stabilize my heart. No one at this point knew what was going on apart from my immediate family, but my psychic friend got in touch with my sister and asked, what's going on? Kirsty said the friend advised her that her spirit was in her front room. My sister told her I was in the hospital fighting for my life and that apparently I had died and I was out for over 40 minutes. At the same time, I was over there at their place now for a total of two hours, she explained. I told my friend that my body was breaking down and I didn't think I could get back in, but she got stern with me and she told me, go back. Meanwhile, in the hospital, my family were being told to prepare themselves for the end. Recalling the evening of the shock incident, Kirsty said she was looking forward to a romantic night in with her love mate, Stu. Aww. That's sweet. He is, uh, as her father offered to cook a pizza for her sons. But as the fiance walked in, he was greeted with his bride-to-be, whose skin turned a dark red mahogany color. That's not good. No bueno, senor. That's all I'm going to say. At the hospital, Stu was told the situation wasn't looking good. But he wasn't having any of it, insisting to see her via video call and telling Kirsty that they should get married once this ordeal was over. He contacted all the meditation groups I was in, and he spoke to friends who were religious to start off a wave of healing work, Kirsty recalled. His faith and ability never wavered, even when being told the prognosis still wasn't looking any good. But he remained confident that I was coming home. 
So it happened. Congratulations. What a lovely couple. And there they are celebrating this festive season. She survived it. Congratulations to Kirsty and Stu. That's, That's a sweet little story, isn't it? Yeah. Did you say what happened? I missed that. No, she just she never, yeah, okay. rounded out and hit the floor. That was it, yeah. son. That was it. All right. We've got something yeah. exciting, ladies and gentlemen. It's time now for Paratunes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm going to learn not to step on the outro every time. <laughs> no matter what I we'll be right back. Oh, do you think we're going to have snacks? All right. <laughs> An interesting paratune. Now, Greg, usually we yeah. don't have much of an introduction for these things, but <clears throat> I feel that uh, no. you should give a little heads up on how this came to be. Oh, should I? All right. Mm-hmm. So I was at a, at a conference in uh, Jefferson, Texas at the History Haunts and Legends that they have there twice a year. It's awesome. If you've never been to Jefferson, Texas, it's great. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at my table and a young man came up and uh, introduced himself as uh, Robert Cook. And he also goes by Blind Dog. He is a musician. And we were talking. Uh, he recognized Chachi across the room and was like, Chachi, he, he's, he's one of our, uh, uh, our uh, regulars. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, we started talking. And I, I, I said, we should do something. We should collaborate on some music, do something. And a um, couple of things got in the way since then, uh, but he contacted me a couple of days ago, and there it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this is the Paranormal 60 News by Blind Dog. It's Friday night, and I'm alone. Paranormal 60's own It's just for paranormal freaks like me With poltergeists and ghosts and blues and UAVs You miss a word, you do a shot It starts to snowball and we laugh a lot It's just like drinking with your TV friends I'll be passed out before tonight's show ends Dreaming the aliens are taking me away I won't wake up the song I played on Saturday It's Friday night and I'm alone The paranormal 60's on Schrader's on Schrader's on Schrader's on Shachi and the Colonel and the paranormal Detective always traders copy and they all will be corrected He's got protective braces and some crazy magic tricks Even Scully cannot save him from the voice of Stevie Nicks Schrader's on Schrader's on Friday night, don't be alone The paranormal 60's on Now one day Dave might even put me on his show There's a ghost in my mom's basement Man, I live down there, I know It's Friday night, don't be alone The paranormal 60's on Schrader's on Words is hard
absolutely love it. Words is hard at the end. Boy. Yeah. Well, apparently I'm the only one willing to give the clap to Blind Dog for that. So thank you, Blind Dog. Great job. You're freaking awesome, man. And uh, thank you to the paranormal dick himself, Greg Lawson, for putting together that video. Yeah. You're very welcome. He's a video guy? Yeah. He does video. He does it all. Does it all. I I don't do it well, Uh, but I can do it all. I can read. Don't believe your wife, Greg. You're fine. (laughs) All right. We're going to take just a quick break. But for those of you listening to the audio podcast, here's something a little special just for you from Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I have a story to tell. You want to hear it? Do we have time? Yeah, go ahead. Kurt and I were doing the Ouija board. This is something Kurt is absolutely skeptical about as you can be. But we'd had a few glasses of wine one night. We were walking upstairs, and there was this Ouija board, the old kid's Ouija board thing. Mm-hmm. I said, we got to throw this thing out. Let's get rid of it, burn it. But before we do, why don't we try it? God is my witness. We did the Ouija board. I was taking the letters down, and Kurt was blindfolded on one end, and our nanny at that point was also a very dear friend was on the other end, and they could not see where this thing was going. It stopped at every letter I wrote it down, and what it said was, I said, who is with us now? It said, new baby Russell. No. And I just told him, and I get the chills just thinking about it. And it said, yes. I said, do you know what you want to be? It spelled out happy. I said, who is willing you in? Spelled out, I promise you, Oliver. I mean, no, not O, maybe L. It was O-L-I-V-E-R. Now I'm inside, I'm like screaming. They don't know what's happening here because they can't see the board. Mm -hmm. With that, Oliver woke up, comes running downstairs. It was like 2 in the morning. Mommy said, I'm scared. He woke up, he had some weird thing happen to me, sleeping nightmare. I put him back up to bed, came back to the board. Suddenly I said, do you know that you are coming to me? Yes. Bye, bye, mommy. Off the board. <laughs> anyway, so when the baby came and, and we were in the hospital and everything was joyous, Oliver came and he picked the baby up. And he lay down on the bed with him and he said, Mom, I can't believe he's here and he's mine. Wow. It was, it's, it's an enormous connection. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is... Time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash p60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash p60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. Betterhelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Hey folks, it's not too late to sign up for the Fear Fair. Friday the 13th Music Festival takes place January 13th through the 15th in Southern California and San Bernardino. Concerts, shopping, paranormal chats, haunts and attractions, variety acts, film festivals, special guests, fun, fun, fun. I will be there and I will be having a blast. I hope that you will consider joining me because it is going to be amazing. And you know how I've been telling you about my dark supernatural trails of Germany and Prague event. It's sold out. Sorry, you can't go. You missed your chance. I let you know. We sold 30 tickets in about a week, completely sold out, but I do have a pair of tickets left to Egypt Obscuro, the Schraders of the Lost Ark event. We're going to Egypt February 12th through the 23rd, 12 days, 11 magical nights. We're going to have a chance to investigate the pyramids, investigate the history, and visit the home of Howard Carter for the 100th anniversary of the opening of King Tut's Tomb and King Tut's Curse. So I hope that you check that out. Information can be found at darknessevents.com. But Dave, I missed out on my chance to go to Germany and Prague with you. And Egypt sounds exciting and alluring, but I, I can't swing that one. Man, if there was only another type of trip I could go on, well, there is. How would you like to visit two legends at once? The legend of Greece and the legend that is the paranormal godfather, John Zaphis. Ghosts, gods, and Greece. That's right. Greece is the word. This September 10th through the 18th, nine days Eight nights to investigate with a legend himself, John Zaffis. You're going to get a chance to see some of the most spiritual and incredible sights in the world. There are very few tickets that remain for this. If you would like to visit Greece and go along with John Zaffis from Haunted Collector, he is the nephew of Ed and Lorraine Warren and has cut a swath a mile wide in the paranormal field himself. I hope that you will seriously consider joining him because it is going to be an amazing time. Hey kids, the holidays are upon us in case you've forgotten. And man, you're, you're just trying to rack your brains for the perfect stocking stuffer gift. How about the paranormal 60 protection and energy bracelet. That's right. It is handcrafted by the professional jewelers, Moxie Mollis. All of the stones are actual gemstone quality, not plastic beads, not glass. They're actual gemstones, six different styles in all, representing every aspect you could want as a fan of the paranormal. Protection, grounding, the ability to open you up to communicate safely with the other side. So if you'd like to get in on the inaugural bracelet, we only have a handful left. Email me, Dave, at paranormal60.com. The bracelets are $40 and 
$7.95 shipping and handling in the United States. Again, that's $40 for the bracelet, $7.95 shipping and handling in the United States. We're trying to keep it here because the cost is so ineffective to ship out of the country at this point. But if you would like to get this, get your hands on it, because once these are gone, they're gone. Don't miss your opportunity. The Paranormal 60 bracelet. And I've got some more great news. As if the news just couldn't get better. Remember about a week ago, I said on this very show, Eric, that you guys were not going to be able to join me on a trip this year, that you would not be a part of. Hey, it's Chris Jericho here just reminding you about the Four Leaf Clover. Chris Jericho's rock and wrestling rager at sea, the fourth voyage leaving February 2nd from Miami to Great Stirrup Key, our very own private island. This is going to be the biggest and best Jericho cruise ever with the biggest lineup, the most fun, I guarantee it. Come join us for the vacation and the party of a lifetime. ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Cabin's still available. I want to see you there. Yeah, I this remember is talking exciting. about that. Yeah, but you guys are coming. You've been contracted. You're coming aboard. That Who's is joining you? That's right. I'll be there. The lead anchor of the Paranormal 60, Chachi, my right-hand man, and no, not Greg. Marty Vias is going to be there. Marty's the colonel going? will be joining us. The colonel has signed on. He is going to be there, but not this guy, not Greg. Not well, Greg. I knew I knew Marty was asking for a pretty penny. I got to assume Lawson yeah. must have been asking for some change. I found a pretty penny. I shined it up just perfect for the colonel, and he agreed to sign on. I should have asked yeah. for that. Huh. Yeah. Greg, Are we going to no do an way... episode of uh, Paranormal 60 News? Oh, hold tight. Greg, any oh, chance uh, you can make it on this trip with us? You know, um, I don't think so. All right, good. Well, uh, what we've got coming then. This is my favorite part of the show when it's just Dave and I. <laughs> here, Here is the exciting news. Okay. On the final night of the cruise, you get a double dose of your old pal Dave. First, it is the Paranormal 60 News, a shot in the dark edition. How do you like that? We're going to be taking shots. We're going to be in the Spinnaker Lounge doing the live paranormal podcast. We may even have a couple of celebrity guests stop by. And we're going to talk about all the cool news that is needing to be told, all of the news that you need to hear, the Paranormal 60 news. So that's going to take place. Then later that night, it's campfires on the back in the great outdoors aboard the ship. I'll be back telling stories of ghostly ships, the Bermuda Triangle, monsters, sea creatures, and more. We want you to be there. Go get tickets. ChrisJerichoCruise.com. They're going fast, and we don't want you to miss out on it. All right, let's get back to it. We'll bring the, the paranormal detective back into play now since, you know, we pay him to be here. We might as well make him work. But this is your time to shine, Chachi. Your time, because this story, I've seen. I've seen this story. You saw the video. This is, this is bonkers. Have you seen the yeah. video? So, okay. All right. Yeah, you sent you, me the you video. I watched. It. Oh, I got it. Okay. That's a big file. Let's get in. Get through. All right. Here we go. Oh, I, I got it. Trust me. All right, ladies so and cool gentlemen. What about this is Chachi. again in the yeah. chat? People were talking yeah. about Bigfoot earlier. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll be damned uh-huh. if I don't have a story. Okay. Boom. A man swears. He's been keeping Ooh. a Bigfoot head frozen since the 1950s. <laughs> Dave, what would you do if you inherited mm-hmm. a frozen Sasquatch? 
Give us I a would button. contact McDonald's and I would tell them we're bringing the McRib back <laughs> for a limited time and only in my town. But we're bringing the McRib back. How many how many McRibs can he get out of a single squatch? He's a big fella. Wait till you see the size of the head. All right, here we go. Yeah, I mean this is not a little big squatch barbacoa. Yeah, you just boil that thing and then shave that meat off of the cheeks. Wow, that's weird. What? All right, uh, let's get started. Now, this is the image of him as he brings the head out of deep freeze. Uh, go ahead, fill us in. Oh, I don't know if you're going to read my story again like last week. Uh, no. Peter <laughs> Peter Kane, no relation to Michael, from New Yower, is making a bold claim that his father shot a Bigfoot in 1953, and his family mm-hmm. has been keeping it frozen in storage this mm-hmm. entire time. I'm pretty sure it's New York, (laughs) and there was just a a typo from the uh, news agency. New Yower? Yeah. Is that what I said, Yower? New Yower, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, he said New Yower. I'm going to go. But I'm reading it, and first of all, I would have said New York, because it's Y-O-U-R, not Yower. (laughs) I'm not like, hey, are we going to go over to Yower House this weekend (laughs) for a barbecue? Yeah, let's all just take it quick. Dave, I was hoping the hour was almost up is what I was trying to get at here. No. Because I know, I, I figure Greg probably has another story, so. We got like three more stories. Oh, shiznit. All right, let's jump in. Maybe. Let's yep. try to get this. The mm-hmm. family legend goes that his father had to cut the remains into pieces to be able to remove it from the swamp where it was killed. But he did keep them all in a commercial freezer. And as you can see mm-hmm. there, easily marked so you don't uh, you know confuse it with hamburger. The right. son received this strange creature as part of his inheritance upon the regrettable passing of his father. Mm-hmm. Peter is sharing this information with the public because he says it is expensive just to keep a huge specimen frozen for so many years. Wow, look at those feet. Although they have done their best to preserve it by keeping it wrapped up with layers and layers in a commercial freezer. He shares that he's taken a lot of ridicule hard to believe, Hmm. for his Bigfoot claim, and that many doubt him because he does joke around a lot. But he swears this is real and not a prank. He stresses that while he does enjoy humor, not every aspect of his life is a joke, and this is very real to him. He shows many close-up camera shots of what does look like a frozen Bigfoot head, quite honestly, and even zooms in where it was severed from the rest of the body. Peter's dad definitely nailed the collect evidence step on the checklist of what to do if you find a Bigfoot. So to me, it's a little baffling that nobody has tested it in all these years. So Dave, show the clip. My father shot the Bigfoot in 1953. They had to cut it up to get it out of the swamp. I have all the body parts. When my father passed away, that was given to me. It's been very expensive for my father, my family to keep the Bigfoot you know, frozen for that many years, you know, it it was always in a commercial freezer. It's always wrapped up, you know, with several layers to keep it, you know, it it looks in pretty good shape considering that it's been frozen for 65 years. Now, let me take the camera in so that you guys can look closer at the Bigfoot. It's, by the way, I've, I've had, I've taken a lot of shit on my YouTube channel, people saying, that I'm always making jokes, this is not real. This is real. Not everything in my life is a joke. This this Bigfoot head, the Bigfoot, the Bigfoot, I've showed the Bigfoot's feet, its arms, 
It's penis. I've shown a lot of the Bigfoot. That's real. Not everything's a joke. Yeah, I do joke around, but this is not a joke. This is real. Check it out. You can see it has a lot of ice ice on it. It, it has remained frozen. You can see its, its eyeball there. This is very heavy. It weighs about 120 pounds. So I can't move it by myself. I have to have somebody help me move it. There's a lot of debris still frozen in it. I have somebody here to help me move it so that we can see the other side. Yeah, I've I've got a problem, guys. I'm I don't want to listen. I love believing in strange things. Hmm. But here here is part 1. This is the first clue. Paranormal detective, chime in on this. What seems off about this photograph? I've had a lot of Buffalo Trace tonight, Dave. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how that answers so the question. What, uh, you know, what, for what me you're to, seeing here, it, that's awful clean. Brown, I mean, obviously, he's right, very clean for having been wrapped. Well, in he's he's taken it off. I mean, it's not the original butcher paper that he he was using. You know, I guess I that is 1953 that knots, just, though. Yeah. <laughs> That is definitely Don Knotts of uh, 53. <laughs> this, but the paper he was looks not a sailor. The, he's not a the, sailor. He's supposedly taken this out of the freezer. It looks just very well kept. And if you look at the one from the arm where his father supposedly wrote on it, Sasquatch, 1953, September. Again, everything looks pretty clean and new. Actually, now, I know what you say Sasquatch, Dave. Look but that's what, you, that's what you do in order to. Oh, Saskatchewan. Uh, yeah. 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 Saskatchewan. It, well. When when you're when you're trying to maintain something like that, you know you you have to uh, to rewrap it in nice clean, you know, oh. paper. Yeah. All right. So here's the other problem I had whilst watching the video. When they go around the big head, and you see what appears to be like a giant aorta sticking out, if you watch the actual video. You can see the black hose, the the uh, ridged hose. No, come inside on. Of it. No, come really. on. Hand to God. Hand to God. Hand to Greg. Watch it for yourself. He's got like God, a not Claude. Claude, Claude Lawson. <laughs> That's right. So you got a yeah. one of those little little brass hose connectors. It, no, not that, yeah, but you can tell it's one of those like, things off. You gotta yeah, it's one of those, those squinchy things. black hoses. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. How, where did they? They didn't have those squinchy black hoses in 1957 or 53, did right. they? Right. So I'm guessing this is probably made sooner. Oh, kind of what he's getting at, Greg. Yeah, oh. things just came off on. I'm. I don't want to be cynical, but again, if he's like, "Oh, we've had it since 1953, and you know it's expensive to keep it, eh?" But uh, I bet you know it would have defrayed the cost. Bringing showing the public us and allowing the government to uh to get involved and that somebody would have paid yeah but you know what's going to happen though mcdonald's McDonald's. they're going to take it mm-hmm. and then you'll never see it again just listen, like my tax dollars <laughs> at the end of the day uh-huh. i would just like to ask if anyone yes. ever yeah. finds anything uh-huh, uh-huh. mammal vertebrae dog vertebrae water thing is that immediately 
bring it forward. Yeah. Don't keep it for 40 plus, no. 50 plus years. Let us 60, research. 70 plus years. I can't count that high. You know, yeah, pretty interesting. <sighs> no, now, now Buffalo Trace Boy wants to speak up. No, no you know, I say you know. I know yeah. I'm you are like a bing tomato. I'm 100% supporter of Eric Folsom's uh, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. assertion that that's what needs to happen. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Right. I don't know. That was an old bump I didn't mean to put up there. Ah. I did like this photograph I did show earlier. That's my that mom great. and aunt. That's great. That, uh, mom and who? Christmas. My mom and my Aunt Judy. I know your mom. Oh, I know Aunt, aunt Judy. Judy. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. All right, listen, uh, before we get to the next news story, uh, which yeah, is yours, Greg, show is uh, I do want to show you guys. We can fix that. <laughs> you know what's coming. Go. Yeah, uh, yeah let's here go. we go. <laughs> so, listen. Yeah, you guys wanted to know because I was saying we get a lot of great little emails and messages. We do. I just went yeah. on. We, we went on. Um, I went on Apple Podcast. Yep. Let's just take a look at some of the the great comments. And there, I'm going to be honest. I didn't pick all of the best, but these are some of my favorites. The best paranormal podcast. The Paranormal Sixty is the very best paranormal podcast out there. Dave is a great example for others in the paranormal community to follow his lead. Awesome guy. Wow. The Friday news show absolutely kills me every week. Dave and the gang are hilarious, which I think should be the name of our cover band, Dave and the gang. Just real fast, though. Next time, can we actually use some names? Uh, there's yeah. some few. The guys. Spots. She's fine. Yeah. The guys. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Paranormal 60. Uh, this comes from Mama Mia. Uh, I love Dave and the guys. Best podcast ever. Keep up the good work, Dave, Greg, and Marty. Hey, look. Our- and Eric are great. And our why did I get an and Eric? Like she was writing and she's like, uh, and Eric. And Eric. Well, yeah. hey, you you wanted a name, it, it showed up. How about this one? Uh awesome paranormal show. I highly recommend the show podcast. It's informative and entertaining. It is informative. Always a good time. And Dave and the Paranormal 60 fam. Also, they always bring awesome guests on their show. Nick Groff. So you guys are the paranormal 60 fam. How about this one? Wow. wow. Good. We get a four-star. Good. Although this, you guys might not like this. I like the podcast. Dave is awesome, but I find the co-hosts annoying. I often turn the show off halfway through because I can't stand listening to them. <laughs> you guys wanted to hear the reviews. Wow. That must Man, be the other shows you do during the week. Hang on, hang on. They in just don't fairness, know us. In all fairness, this was the next one. Wow. He's really changed a lot. He's way too full of himself now. And it <laughs> comes I- from... It One comes star. from mm, ha, b- b- f- z- 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 two three three two four. Dave, you told me to post a review out there. <laughs> That's not the one I hope for. No, my bad. Uh, how about this yeah. one? Uh, Becca Blue says, uh, "Best paranormal show out there. Love these guys. They're informative, funny, and all around entertaining." There you go, man. We've got Back Lori, to Blue is what. That yeah, means. Lori May's music gives us five stars. Who knew that talking about the paranormal would be so fun and funny? Love Dave and Eric, Marty, and Greg in parentheses. I mean, Cinco de Mayo will never be the same again, at least for me. <laughs> I could tell you about it, but why waste your time? Just listen for yourself. Listen, learn, and laugh. I love yeah, that tagline. Except for this show. How about this? Paranormal 60. I've been a fan of Dave for years. He keeps the content fresh. I enjoy his presentation style. He's engaging, professional, and asks the right questions. All that being said, the Saturday, December 3rd show with Dave, Chachi, the Colonel, and Greg... 
you didn't even get your nickname in there, Greg. Wow. That was uh, the funniest show I've ever heard. Starting with Dave's rendition of Purple Tide to the statement made by one of the group after stumbling over the world or the word astrologist defending himself by saying, I'm not slurring my words, I'm speaking in cursive to Dave's story about how he was able to go summer camp by selling nuts. Jeez. And it goes on. <laughs> Needless to say, the group definitely, Dave, were indulging in some adult beverages during the show. It was laugh out loud funny. I highly recommend the show. Dave in particular. Wow. This episode. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like this is your show. We need to step this show up. How about this one? I love Dave and the guys. Best podcast ever. Keep up the good work, Dave, Greg, Marty, and Eric are great. So they, they put you at the end like, oh, and Eric, don't forget yeah, Eric. Just just remember, it's it, that's a like one of those uh, special commas there where it's Marty and Eric together. Wait, 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 Dave. Uh -huh. Unless we just had a time slip. Did right, you just this do one. that like a minute ago? What? This you one? You just did. No, the Mama Mia one. Like Someone Mama in the chat, Mia. please tell me. No, oh, yeah, maybe. you don't have to count these, Eric. You don't hey, have to count them. it's just... Mama Mia. Here we go again. What? Huh? Huh? That, that was, was good. That was good. Oh yeah. Here we go again. I got nothing. All right. Uh, oh, let's get so, to it. Greg, uh, you've got a story. Yeah, yeah uh, I do. Uh, JFK. You are the old miserly man. <laughs> Come on, let's get this thing going. Not Come this on. show. No. Greg's got somewhere to be every Friday. You ragged, notice that? It's like yeah, right at the one hour mark. He's got somewhere to be. I know. You think he'd learn by now. No, I just, you I'm know, it's control. paranormal 60. We're at freaking Ish. We should change Ish. it. Ish. All right. So JFK assassination investigator has jarring new claim about Oswald's CIA involvement. That's right. Ooh, CIA. Tell, Greg. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Seriously. Uh, yeah. The CIA holds documents that show presidential assassin Lee Harvey Oswald was involved in an intelligence operation far before. The assassination of John F. Kennedy, a prominent Kennedy assassination reporter, alleged Tuesday. That's what he said. Uh, we're talking about smoking gun proof of a CIA operation involving Lee Harvey Oswald, reporter Jefferson Morley said. Morley claimed the CIA operation involving Oswald took place in the summer of 1963, three months before the assassination. The alleged, the allegation from Morley, oh, who was, have a drink. <laughs> oh man, really? Yeah. Alleged so allegation. It's a variation, but alleged. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. It's with the is it Asian thing? All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, allegation from Morley, who has written extensively about the CIA in the 1960s, could mm -hmm. shake up history of the Kennedy assassination if it proves to be true. Kennedy investigators have long sought to investigate the extent of Oswald's involvement with the intelligence agency and whether that could reveal more about whether Oswald was the only person involved in the Kennedy debt. Despite decades of investigations from Congress and independent inspectors, the CIA has never disclosed any involvement with oswald i feel like my tongue is like the size of a ballpark frank right now stop bragging <laughs> yeah it's just what's happening wow all right so Greg, you've really changed a lot you're just way too full of yourself now oh my god I, the buffalo yeah. trace my friends yeah um, is that it this is an extraordinarily yeah. serious claim and it mm -hmm. has a profound implications 
for the official story, Morley said. Morley claimed that Oswald, a former Marine who defected to the Soviet Union before returning to the United States as a supporter of the Cuban communist leader, Fidel Castro, was involved in a pre-assassination CIA operation meant to discredit American supporters of Castro. How's that? I got more. Morley's allegation focused on files created by now-deceased CIA agent George Joe and What I say about names? Do it, uh, man. I practice this name like for an hour. Everybody knows you told us Joe and your stories ahead of time. I did. I read them happens. tonight. I was walking around in my studio here uh, over and over again. Joe, Joe, and uh, mm. George Joe That's his name. Aaron, you're exactly right. That's exactly what I think. Exactly what I think. No, I can't even see yeah. that. What does it say? Yeah, it says, it's like Paul. listening to Paul Harvey, oh, but less God. entertaining. Oh, Joe Joanides, who yeah. was involved in anti-Castro exile group. Morley said 44 documents of this dude filed was still being held by the CIA and could shed new light on the purported operation. No one. No, no one. one. Outside the CIA is any wiser, Morley said, mm-hmm. of the effort, which he said involved work to promote Oswald as the unhinged pro-Castro figure. Figure. Yeah. That was the claim for Morley is a former oh. Washington Post oh, reporter. God, every time I think he's done. <laughs> it's like the mob. Every time I think I'm out, he brings me back yeah, in again. That, the claim for Morley, a former Washington Post reporter, came uh-huh. at a press conference for a Kennedy assassination investigator that included a sitting federal judge. A sitting federal judge, yeah. The event was organized by Mary Farrell Foundation, a nonprofit archive of the Kennedy assassination materials. The group claims that the release of the new documents of the CIA and other federal officials could shed new light on Oswell's alleged ties to the intelligence agencies before Kennedy's death. I got like three more. Now this is big. Unless you want to stop. No, we'll stop. This is big. I spoke to. Do I got any drinks? I just just got that. No, we'll stop. I I spoke to Judith Very Baker about 10 years ago. Who is that? You say she was Lee Harvey Oswald's lover. Yeah. She actually came into my studio. I got to sit down. She had photographic proof of herself with Oswald. Mm -hmm. She worked in the same facility with him, had his Eric. I'm telling a story. No yawning. Dude, I put mute my yourself. <laughs> yeah, but you do that for Greg, not me. My okay. ego is too fragile. Anyway, um, mm. she said Lee found out a few months prior. This is what she told me a decade ago. Lee found out a few months prior, and he Jeez. was a legion to President Kennedy and tried to alert the right people. When they got wind of it, he became the fall guy. There you he go. told her what happened to him. This new story and what's coming out may prove that. It's fascinating. I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out. Now, I just saw a headline that broke today a little bit earlier, Greg, and it says that they believe that we should see the uh, unveiled documents in the next two weeks. Okay. For for people who don't know, uh, our president just ordered the CIA and FBI yeah. to release those documents, regardless of whatever the declassification process is. Right. He says, I want them now. And the new federal judge, uh, Tunheim, uh, says it's time to release the files 
now. No. Back to you, Dave. I agree. All right. Well, when you want the news that is the news, we have the breaking news. Chachi, you have the floor for this one, son. This is really? a big, crazy story. We're going mean, to keep put going? Aside, put aside Kennedy, the assassination, and Lee Harvey Oswald. Chachi, Chachi comes out swinging with this next story. You have the floor, this sir. Is, <laughs> this is going to go further? I thought gonna... mine was the inch into the oh trust me it is all right now we're gonna get back into the entertainment part (laughs) listen i've been i've been following mr stewart quinn tonight he's been lighting up the boards here so stewart Mm -hmm. this one's for you buddy (sighs) hope you're not part of q and on here we go (laughs) i hope none of you are part of q and on for that matter i'm just reading the news i have no personal opinion oh my god get to it josh my bad q and on followers are arguing if the beatles were involved in witchcraft and child sacrifice. What? What? I read the Come news. Come on. I read the mm. news. Okay. Right. As the biggest rock band of the 20th century, the mm-hmm. Beatles sure. were naturally also the subject of an infamous conspiracy theory. And there were lots. Right. According to urban legend, my buddy Paul died in 1966 and was replaced by an imposter with his surviving bandmates leaving cryptic clues to the cover-up in their music and album art. Now, I'm going to stop my story for a moment. Dave, do you know Mm -hmm, who those two mm -hmm. people are? That is Paul McCartney and Billy Shears, also known as as Faux McCartney. Correct. And and how Mm -hmm. did Billy Shears come to prominence? Uh, Billy Shears won a Paul McCartney lookalike contest and vanished after the apparent death of paul mccartney who had his mind blown out in a car uh driving his aston martin uh which is prominently displayed on the cover of sergeant pepper on the little doll's lap you can see the little white aston martin you know your music all right here we go oh i know this legend backwards forwards and inside out yep here we go Mm -hmm. i just listened to the music q and on followers have also come to these conclusions by interpreting images and texts in a way that no, it says reasonable, person ever would. Again, not I, not reading. QAnon <laughs> holds that people running the world like to taunt us with hints of their evil influence, that the evidence is always hidden in plain sight. So okay. it can't be a surprise that this cult, I'm not going to use that word, this group, which now studies any artifact they can to advance a new satanic panic, is arguing about what the Beatles were tied up in witchcraft and child sacrifice. Child sacrifice. <laughs> what, is, what is a child sacrifice? Yeah, let's, uh, uh, hey, let's do this. Listen, guys, yeah. it's getting late. Melinda Freeman is Again. Uh, Melinda Freeman. This What'd one's from Melinda Freeman. All she's right, right. nice. Melinda Freeman and is she's, Melinda Freeman. You're she's correct. very supportive of um, the paranormal detective, and I yeah. appreciate All right, that. Get, get back to it. Get back to it, Sorry. Eric. Have your sip and let's move. Our lively conversation on the topic unfolded after an anti-woke conspiracy theorist shared the controversial <laughs> Butcher album cover for the collection yesterday and today. Kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my spot. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> on the article in front of you. That's ah, the worst. Which was with drawn by the band after dispute with their label now see i don't believe that i don't think it was a dispute with their label i think it was the the backlash that they received 
Right. Just uh, so opinion. a bunch of dismembered baby doll bodies yeah. uh, and chunks of raw red meat strewn on all four of the Beatles. That is a weird Yoko artsy fartsy looking thing going on. Yeah, we, we don't want to do that. On an album I didn't, that... I didn't even know that there was a second alternative to that, which I'm showing right now for those of you listening to the well, audio version. Go I've never seen out. that. I have not uh, either. They're all yeah, looking they're... at the baby on, on John's lap, huh? Interesting. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Yesterday and Today album cover <laughs> was an instance where the Fab Four left the mm-hmm. demonic mask slip. Ooh. I don't like that. Wow. Uh, Do you know what they did with this, Greg? Are you familiar with the story of the butcher cover? Uh, I know the cover. I don't know anything about the story. They pulled it back and then they put the 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 one that everybody knows. Yeah, it's a sticker (laughs) over it. So the original, there are a lot of them that have the original cover hidden underneath a sticker of them sitting on like a trunk, which is a weird, I don't know what it is, but... uh, a very strange little bit, but that's if you have that and you can get it off in one piece without destroying the other cover, you've got a very collectible record. They're pushing the First Amendment right there, man. Uh, but I digress. It. Okay, go ahead. Tipper Gore would have loved that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a good, good story, Eric. Yeah, he's not done. Oh, Mark oh, Greg. Okay, I don't know. This, this is a great about. story. This is going to go on yeah. for just about ever. Um, <laughs> another conspiracy theorist. What? Reesh- reshared the album cover really prompting one follower to share a meme or some people call it a meme purporting to show that the cover for sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band is actually a tribute to anybody know uh anton lavey close alistair crowley alistair crowley and proved that the band was into and practiced witchcraft you know they actually had hitler in one of the standees too I do remember point. that. And they pulled it Pepper. Out. Yeah. 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 So that was then like a different, uh, you, some, they exist in other words, right? They, right. You can yeah. see the photographs of the original slides and there was the Aleister Crowley. There was uh, Adolf Hitler and it wasn't that they were celebrating him, but it was all this weird, notorious, famous people. Right. But it was Dave, a good idea to pull the, pull the old Hitler out of there. Dave, if we ever get a chance, maybe once mm-hmm. a month, maybe just maybe. me and you. Sure. Do some music conspiracy theories. Let's do it. I'm That'd all for fun. it. Greg, let's I'd, wrap I'd this one up first. It, let's, let's, let's not interested. Up. That's all right. This, I'm, uh, I got real stuff going on. This show's going right into 2024. <laughs> the death of Paul is an entry conspiracy theory, said one user. Mm-hmm. Once you realized how much you've been lied to about the Beatles, even right. if only in small ways where you still think sure. Paul is Paul, it primes mm. you for accepting that much of your culture has been a psych op. And quite honestly, false. Hmm. A similar opinion appeared in an ad that asked, let me ask all of you, if Paul McCartney is really dead uh-huh. and they mm-hmm. deceived the people back in the 60s, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. imagine what they could do today. Yeah. Well, Eric, Eric is thorough whilst doing his research and you know what? Maybe there is something to this fact that uh, the Beatles are witches because this go. photograph shows them in very colorful that. sorcerer garb. I can't, you can't deny it. And for those of you that are still having trouble believing that Paul McCartney was killed and replaced, here's the picture of Paul before and after. 
Oh, that's clear. <laughs> that is evidence. Yeah. I mean, that's clear. I don't know how you can uh, send that to the archives. Wow. Yeah, go wow. in. And, and if you believe that maybe they weren't as evil as they thought, maybe they weren't really into the dark side of things. I present to you the Knights in Satan service photograph of them. Yeah. What is that? That is the wow. I've never that's seen that. I'm talking Ob- about obvious now. proof that they are demonic. We you need a separate show. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. All right. You do need a separate music show. I was just about to make a joke that they were visiting Hogwarts. Good, good joke. All right, listen. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I have listen. a question for you. Is Greg tracking us? Yes. What does that mean, Stuart? Oh, he is, Stuart. Fear not. He is all over you. By the way, <laughs> I just learned. I'd like to go back to the Jericho cruise for a moment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did you see the band that is on that cruise? Yes. Pris. All female cover band of Kiss. Yeah, but, but also yeah. it uh, isn't. Uh, who else is on there? Quiet, quiet ride. Quiet ride. Fozzy. Yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah, Fozzy. Fozzy's an amazing Fozzie. band. Yeah, you got to go. No, oh, no. yo, sure. Mock Jericho's band. Well, dude, done. I didn't Chris, say that. Dude. I didn't. Last, say last time you I think you did. Show. I know yeah. he did. Nice, nice Chris. job. Yeah, wow, that's give me a give me a heads up like four months. Would you? I'm All right. Uh, you know what? I say this is a good time to wrap things up. Let Can people I? have their evening oh, back. Uh, what, uh, Eric? Yes, yes. Can you what? Eric, Eric was agreeing or passing out one of the two. Yeah, I'm just reading some of the uh, future parts of this story. Uh-huh. I don't think we have time. No, yeah. I'm just. No. Gonna, I mean, I got we got like... the point across. Some group may be a little. Did you want me to do my uh, last story? Greg's in No, I think I think by me saying we're done. I got well uh, found, filled with skeletons. You know, we could cover saga. Shut him down. You just uh, if only there was just a button I could click to. Oh, again, favorite part of the show. It's crazy. That's it for this week. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, uh, for spending some time here. I think we're going to do something a little unprecedented today. We're going to go out with uh, the Paratune Paranormal 60 Our new theme song. song. Oh, uh, let's not go beautiful. that far, but I, I do think what that do I would like to go out with it. Uh, so thank you to Blind Dog for, for putting this yes. uh, song together for us. Greg, You're thank awesome, you for man. putting thank the you. video together. Nice meeting you. Uh, we will be back with you next week with more of the best in paranormal podcasting. And remember, we are available on just about every possible podcast app out there, and you don't want to miss the live videos. And if you did miss the live video, go review and watch them. When you go to the Paranormal 60 channel, click on the live tab. And you'll see all the episodes that have been live there. Because I know that's kind of confusing for others. And for the rest of you, make sure after tonight's show, in about mm, about 40 minutes, you'll be able to watch the uh, the Signal Man uncut in all its unadulterated, weird, innuendo, ghosty story way. So check that out. For mm. Greg Lawson, the paranormal detective, Chachi Folsom, and the Colonel, Wherever you may be. I'm Dave Schrader, and this is the Paranormal 60 News. It's Friday night, and I'm alone. The paranormal.
60s on. It's just for paranormal freaks like me. The poltergeist and ghosts and blues and UAVs. You miss a word, you do a shot. It starts to snowball and we laugh a lot. It's just like drinking with your TV friends. I'll be messed out before tonight's show ends. Dreaming the aliens are taking me away. I won't wake up the song I played on Saturday. It's Friday night and I'm alone. The paranormal 60s on. Schrader's on. Schrader's on. Schrader's on. Shachi and the Colonel and the paranormal. Detective always traders copy and they all will be corrected. He's got protective bracelets and some crazy magic tricks. Even Scully cannot save him from the voice of Stevie Nicks. Schrader's on, Schrader's on. It's Friday night, don't be alone. The paranormal 60s on. One day Dave might even put me on his show There's a ghost in my mom's basement Man, I live down there, I know It's Friday night, don't be alone The paranormal 60s are Schrader's on Words is on 